The Last Word with Matt Cooper. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. So how has the government done on all of the climate targets it's set in the programme for government? We're told climate is the number one issue facing us all, so are they on top of it and hitting those targets? Friends of the Earth released a report today giving the government a C+, but says it could do better. Dr Cara Augustenberg is Assistant Professor of Environment and Policy at UCD and also Chair of the Panel of Academics who looked over this report. Dr. Cara Augustenberg, thank you very much for joining us on The Last Word. A C-plus to many of your students wouldn't go down too well, yet you think the government doing just about okay? Yeah, well, Ian, I think it's important to first say that this government has nearly 300 environmental commitments in its 2020 for program for government. So that's what they promised they would do around environmental issues, not just climate, but also biodiversity, water quality, air quality, all of those things. And for the last three years, we have been working on tracking those commitments and how they're progressing them and what kind of outcomes they are they are getting. And we've been consulting a lot of stakeholders every year in these areas to see our stakeholders happy with the outcomes? Are they happy with the progress? So the first year we did this, we gave them a C plus. We thought they they did a, a reasonable amount of progress for, for their first year of government. And then last year they dropped down to a C. Uh, and this year we saw a, a bit more spending. We saw some improvements, particularly in energy and in, in the built environment and things like uh, household uh, energy retrofit. And so they bumped up a little bit to a C plus overall, but they are stronger in some areas and much weaker in others. Yes. And let's have a look at a couple of the areas where they are weak and one of them is agriculture which of course still is the biggest polluter coming out of Ireland. Yeah, agriculture has consistently gotten four out of ten marks uh, for the last three years, and really this time we said it's in, in it's really flirting with failure at this stage. And uh, you know, there's not that many commitments in the program for government that are very ambitious in terms of agriculture and environment. And even in what they have committed to doing, they've been very very slow. So probably the one they've given the most attention to is on uh, research and development in feed additives. So so trying to make it so that cows emit less greenhouse gases than they currently do. Uh, but but on other areas in terms of offering farmers low carbon options and, and options to move away from intensive agriculture, they have been very, very slow to respond. And so for that reason, they're, they're really not making sufficient progress in that area. And also they have announced, the government announced in the last year what are called climate budgets. So each sector of the economy, as you said, has to meet certain targets. And although these are only just been introduced, we're not actually going to meet them. Yeah, they, they've been in play for about a, a year now, but uh, the EPA has reported that, that we are in danger of not meeting those carbon budgets. And I think that was reflected in some of the scores, particularly in transport, which has dropped this year from a seven last year to six and a half this year. So even though we we did see progress in terms of uh, bus connects programs or rural link programs and, uh, and cycling infrastructure, uh, certainly with emissions screaming upward in that area, it's very hard to, to give them a, a, a good score score as long as that's happening. So uh, I think agriculture would be the same and that the reason that emissions went down slightly was largely economic. So we expect that once, you know, the cost of fertilizer stabilizes that, you know, emissions will go back up again. And that's certainly not the kind of trajectory we want to create a more sustainable Ireland. But there has been progress in some areas and one of them is energy. And we do know we had a lot of coal fired power stations in this country, also a lot of gas fired power stations, but we are moving away from that and towards offshore and on onshore wind and that is going quite well. 
Yeah, we saw good improvements this year in energy. So last year they got a four out of 10, which was a really poor score. And, and it was largely due to the fact that we had tripled the use of coal and oil uh, during the energy crisis. But this year they're back up to a seven out of 10 in energy. And and that is because we saw a very successful offshore wind auction, the first the first one in Ireland. Uh, we've started to see some some planning and, and a marine regulatory authority uh, developed to, to get offshore wind going. We saw a lot of interconnection with Europe, which is a really important part of creating a renewable grid, uh, a lot more investment in solar and a commitment to put solar panels on every school in Ireland. So certainly uh, a bump up in the score for energy was well-deserved this year. We're told this is the biggest challenge problem the entire world is facing. And given the summer we've had with droughts, wildfires and everything that's happening, would you expect the government to have moved a bit more quicker towards hitting even some of these targets? Yeah, I think I think we've seen kind of very incremental improvements with this government. So there have been improvements, but certainly not at the level that reflects the the state of the climate crisis or the state of the biodiversity crisis. So, you know, the the program for government, uh, while it has a lot of environmental commitments, they're certainly not sufficient to to deal with the kind of crisis we have at hand. but I think in the next year or two, we will start to see some improvements, a more sustainable Ireland than we have now, uh, because the level of investment that they're making at the moment is, is better than it has been before, but it's still not quite enough. As you said, in the programme for government, there are lots of areas, 300 in total. Rather than focusing on all of those measures, could they pick a couple of areas right now where they should be throwing both attention and government money? Yeah, this year, for the first time, we identified four areas that we felt were really important commitments that the government had made, but actually they were in danger of not meeting them now because they probably have another maybe year and a half left in in their program for government. Uh, So particularly on on climate, obviously uh, not meeting those those overall emissions targets. It it has knock-on effects to all sectors, uh, not addressing land use issues. So right now our land is still a, a source of carbon. It's emitting carbon when it should be sequestered carbon and, and helping protect us from climate change uh, and, and in climate engagement and also on the biodiversity front. They made a commitment to really improve education on biodiversity in schools and, and in adults and, and they really haven't done that yet. They've, they've kind of been waiting for the Citizens Assembly to, to finish up and, and they've been lagging on the education side of things. Uh, also in water quality, we've seen uh, the EPA report that water quality deteriorated in 2022 compared to 2021 and, and the government had committed to comply with the EU's Water Framework Directive and improve water quality. And in fact, they are not doing that. So water quality is a big concern and it looks like they're they're really ignoring that issue. Um, so those are some that, w- that we're very concerned that if they don't really prioritize and double down on their efforts, they won't meet their own promises in those areas. Finally, nobody wants to be a C-plus student and at the rate they're going, they're going to be stuck there, aren't they? Uh, I think so, unless they suddenly decide that this is a real priority. And I think what you find is that the the areas, the environmental areas where there was a minister from the Green Party, they seem to be taking this very seriously, not surprisingly. But in the areas where there's a, a minister from Fianna Gael or maybe Fianna Fáil, uh, they, they've really ignored their environmental commitments. So what I would hope is that this would be a wake up call to them, that if they really want to say that they are a political party that cares about the environment, that they take these commitments seriously and they get them done before the end of the government. Dr. Cara Gustenberg, Assistant Professor in Environmental Policy at UCD. Thank you very much for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.